It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate Dijad? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate Dijad. Welcome to an all new episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. Happy Halloween. Or whenever you're listening to it. <laughs> It should be out today, Halloween. So I am yes, I am recording on Halloween. Go figure, right? So yes, happy Halloween to you. And if it's not Halloween, happy Tuesday or Friday or whatever day it ends up being that you listen to it. <laughs> Enjoy the day. <laughs> so it's it's crazy that the year is almost over. It's scary. <laughs> It really is, though. If you start thinking about it, it's like, man, why did this year fly by so quick? At least for me, I feel like it did. But anyway, it's Halloween. It's a spooky episode. Let's just jump into things. Let's get kicked off with some Wits Nikki saying. Alright, so here's the last clue again, just so you can hear it one more time before we give the answer, of course. Okay, MVP, clean sweep. Let's do this. Stallmeyer's out there trying to pull a Cruella de Vil and the police are like, I don't know, let's ask the bloke will eat the face off you. Okay, so there's that. I did get three guesses in. Not from Mike. Apparently Nikki must have broken Mike's brain because he hasn't guessed in a while. Mike, if you're out there, is your brain okay? <laughs> so we got three answers. We got three very different answers. Or guesses, I should say. Sorry. Three different guesses. Um, completely different. Nobody got guessed the same thing at all. So I'll go from the newest to the first that I got. So Jen guessed Zombieland Double Tap. Xander guessed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And Angry Johnny guessed Silence of the Lambs. So, Nikki, what was the correct answer? And answer. Stolmeyer's out there trying to pull a Cruella de Vil, and the police are like, I don't know, let's ask the bloke who'll eat the face off you. Captain Stolmeyer's trying to go all Cruella de Vil on some girls, and the FBI are like, I don't know, maybe we should ask the cannibal. It was Silence of the Lambs. There you have it. It was Silence of the Lambs. So Angry Johnny, I mean, you did you had a clean sweep of it, man. Like you knocked out all the horror ones. So to everyone that thinks that it just can't be done, you can't guess what you know what she's describing. I mean, he just did all six horror clues. So there's that. <laughs> so believe in yourself. Believe that you know what Nikki is saying. Uh, since you got all of them, I'm going to find something to send you, man, because it's crazy that it happened that way. <laughs> and of course, thank you for guessing Jen and Xander. We're a little off this time, unfortunately. <laughs> but we have a new category coming next, so you can always redeem yourselves on this next category. is animation. 
animated animation cartoon you know all that good stuff so with that being said let's hear the newest clue and go from there so nikki what do you have for animation now i know with this this is more her wheelhouse she does love her some disney so yeah she's i think she's gonna have a lot more fun with this one than the others i know she's been having fun with the others but i think this one will be her favorite so yeah nikki what's the first clue for animation it's highly likely that Nate forgot, so I'm going to tell you. It's time for the very first animation clue. Remember, as always, Nate picked the movies, so don't come crying to me. Right, Mad Rat gets Geppetto to make a Mad R2-D2 queen and she looks like Napal and takes him out in the old Back to the Future Lightning Conductor. Alright, there you go. So, get your guesses in to natediggitycares at gmail.com. That's N-A-T-E-D-I-G-A-D at gmail.com. Since the day is October 31st, let's get guesses in by November 11th by midnight central time. So that's 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 a.m. East Coast. Get your guesses in and let's see. Who can take a, cl- a clean sweep, pull an angry Johnny, but with animation. And who knows, he might do it again. See if you can find him, w- fight it with him. Find him with it? Yeah, find him for fighting and I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, I'm trying to keep myself from having to edit. So that's why I'm just like, eh, I'm just leaving that in. <laughs> so yeah, either way, get your guesses in. Let's see who can get it, who can get a clean sweep, you know. Give Johnny some competition there. All right. So let's get back into some Halloween-ish things. <laughs> so last episode, I'd mentioned that I was going to be watching, you know, a different horror movie every day through the whole month. Um, so since it's Halloween, let's go through the whole list. And again, if if you did do this as well, send me your list. Let's see what you did as well, what you watched so I actually started, which I'm kind of glad I did because I missed a day, but I actually started on September 30th with Carnival of Souls. Definitely a classic. If you haven't seen it, definitely see it. The first, Astro Zombies. Again, like I will say this, not all of these are the super main, mainstream horror movies and don't take that as me being very snobby or anything like that. I just like to watch random horror stuff in general because again, like, I'm, I usually watch a bunch, whether it's October or not. So you're going to hear some random ones. You're like, what? <laughs> Second, Return of the Living Dead. Another classic. Like, again, there's going to be a lot of classics on here that if you haven't seen it, you know, I'll at least kind of check them out. Kind of see if it might be up your alley. Return of the Living Dead. Such a fun one. <laughs> the third was Houses That October Built, which my friend Megan actually told me about. I think a couple years ago and i checked it out and yeah it's a really good one the second one is good as well i haven't watched it which is funny because i actually thought about next month continuing watching like a movie a day but just making them sequels um which you know the sequel to that would be on there possibly um i have i did miss quite a few movies that i did want to watch this month though so i may just catch up on the ones that i 
didn't get around to watching as well. Probably won't keep track of them. I might. Just, who knows. <laughs> Let's see. That was, okay, yeah, that was the third. So the fourth was Bad Candy. Now, if you haven't heard about this one, this is one where uh, Corey Taylor of Slipknot is in the movie. Chris Dudley of Under Oath actually did the scoring of it, which was really great. Um, hopefully, he'll be on the an episode sooner or later. I'm still working on getting that taken care of. So, surprise, spoiler alert. <laughs> the fifth was Hatchet. I mean, if you haven't seen Hatchet or any other Hatchet movies, they're great if you like slashers. Slasher. Slashers. <laughs> uh, Kane Hodder plays Victor Crowley, the main character, villain, however you want to say it, killer, whatever. Check it out. The sixth was Dolls, which was the first time I've ever seen that one. Again, I just kind of picked some random ones off like Amazon Prime because they have a lot of good random choices on there. So Dolls was one of them. My first time seeing that one it was all right. <laughs> it wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad. The seventh was Halloween, the original, because you have to have that in there. It's always good. Uh, the eighth was Muppets Haunted Mansion, which was pretty good. I have not seen, now this is actually going to probably, like, get me on people's hate list probably. I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. I wouldn't mind it. I really would like to go. I haven't been to the Haunted Mansion. I haven't seen the Haunted Mansion movie. But I've seen the Muppets Haunted Mansion. It was good. <laughs> and I saw the Behind the Ride on Disney Plus about the Haunted Mansion. It was really good. Everything's really good today. I'm going to point that out. <laughs> On the ninth was Black Christmas from 2019. Was not good. <laughs> there you go. So that was not good. On the 10th, I watched the original The Blob. Again, another classic. On the 11th was Edge of the Axe. Um, I can't remember much about that one right now. The 12th was 1988's The Brain. <laughs> Please watch that. I think it was Amazon Prime that I watched that on. If you have Amazon Prime, go look for that one. It's it's so great. <laughs> it's so terrible. The 13th was House of Wax from 2005, which was my first time seeing that one. It wasn't bad. Um, I don't know why. I think I just didn't take it too serious at the time because Paris Hilton was in it. But it's not that bad. 14th was another classic, Phantasm. 15th was Chud. If you haven't seen Chud, I definitely recommend it. Especially the sequel. <laughs> the 16th was a movie that I had been told about, I think last month, maybe the month before last, called Benny Loves You. If you like, I don't know how to describe this one. I don't know. Check out the trailer. It's about a little stuffed animal. <laughs> if you like Velveteen Rabbit, there we go. Why not? It has nothing to do with Velveteen Rabbit. Seventeenth <laughs> uh, was Cabin in the Woods. That's that's one of those that's either people like it or they hate it. I like it. <laughs> I like the movie, so I had to throw it in there this month. The eighteenth wasn't really a movie, but I binged Squid Game. And I'm counting it because of the themes and everything. 
it was pretty good. Honestly, like I liked it. I know a lot of people are complaining about the ending. I liked the ending. I thought it was a very uh, well thought out ending. Honestly, I think the way it ended is the way it should have. Personally. The 19th was a movie called Black Pumpkin, which was terrible. <laughs> um, I even put a note down. Kid, quote unquote, gets away from older kids on a bike, but doesn't pedal. Like literally, like he was like trying to get away and he was he wasn't pedaling. He was just kind of coasting. And the older kids were in a van so what <laughs> and there was another time like he was trying to get away and he was like pedaling like normal like n not faster at all that was stupid so if you want a terrible one there you go <laughs> the 20th was uh a movie called nocturne it was a a bloom house so i expected it to be horror but it was actually more suspense than horror so yeah uh the 21st I watched Back to the Future because it was Back to the Future Day. I know, it's not a horror movie. I get it. But it was Back to the Future Day and I had to. <laughs> 22nd was Resident Evil Retribution. It had been a while since I'd seen a Resident Evil movie. And after I was watching, I was like, I think I've seen this one. But it was one like I couldn't remember if I had or not. I definitely don't hate the fact that I watched it again if I did watch it again. Or if it was the first time because it was a good movie either way, because it's a Resident Evil movie. The 23rd was the classic Children of the Corn. I can't remember if I... What was that? I actually can't remember if that was the first time of myself seeing it. Like how I switched that in there, I made it to where it actually kind of made sense. I don't remember if that was the first time that I've seen it, or if I had seen it before. It may have actually been my first time. Uh, this one was definitely my first time. On the 24th was Dr. Giggles. <laughs> it was terrible. I It was one that I'd found on like Voodoo for like two bucks. So I was like, okay, why not? The 25th, I took some time out to watch It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Because it has to be in there. And I'm counting it. 26th was the classic Psycho. 27th and 28th. So this is going to be my next little segment after this. Um, I watched the 27th, I watched the original Dawn of the Dead, and on the 28th, I watched the 2004 Dawn of the Dead. So what I'm going to do is after I go through this list, I'm actually going to do a little comparison between the two movies. I wanted to kind of do this just because why not, you know, one, like, I'll get into it. <laughs> Let me finish this list. The 29th, I actually forgot to watch anything. So that's why I'm kind of glad that again, I started on the 30th, so I'm good. Yesterday I watched this, uh, some Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes because you have to. I was going to watch The Crow, but I kind of ran out of time. So, because that's one I usually watch on Halloween Eve, mainly because one of my favorite quotes Halloween ain't till manana. So, yeah. And then today, I still haven't watched it. So, tonight I'm actually going to watch Halloween Kills and enjoy that finally. I've been meaning to watch that all month. I wanted to go to a theater and see it first, but it didn't happen. So I'm going to watch it at home, grab a pizza or something, watch it at home tonight, and that will round out October for movies a day. So there you go. 
So yeah, like I was saying, I wanted to compare the two movies between the Dawn of the Deads because I'm personally a huge fan of the original, the 1978 Dawn of the Dead by George A. Romero. And what made me start wanting to do this like comparison is because I have a copy of the original on DVD and I just couldn't find it anywhere. It's mainly because it's in storage somewhere or hidden. I don't know. But I was just like, man, I just don't want to go digging around for it. I'll just go grab another copy. It can't be that hard to find. But that was, honestly, that was earlier in the year. And throughout the year, I've been kind of keeping an eye out, just seeing if I could grab a, a copy local. Like, I know it's available online and everything, but I want to just grab it online or, you know, around here for like 10 bucks or so. And I finally found a copy, I think, last month. So it got me thinking, like, why is that one so hard to find, but the 2004 one is just so readily available? Because if you go to any, like, used movie store, you're going to find the 2004 one, like, at least three copies. <laughs> but if you're looking for the original, you might find one. I actually found a second one at the same store uh, still in the shrink wrap, which I almost grabbed. But I was like, you know, I had trouble finding it. I'm going to leave it for somebody that's looking for it, which hopefully they didn't just grab it and put it on eBay. I'm hoping. <laughs> but that's how I felt. I did leave it for whoever was like, oh, man, I finally found another copy. You're welcome if you picked it up. <laughs> you probably didn't if you're listening to this, to be honest. So that's where we're going with the last part of this episode is I'm going to be doing some comparisons between the two. So, let's do this. Juggling things around. <laughs> okay. So, the first came out in 1978. It was written and directed by George A. Romero. If you remember George A. Romero, or if you don't know, honestly, there's a chance that you might not have known this. This... This one, The Dawn of the Dead, is actually part of a trilogy from George A. Romero. It was Not a Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and then Day of the Dead. This is a direct sequel to Not a Living Dead. So, that has a little bit more going for it. Not a Living Dead came out in 1968 and was the black and white classic that most people know. Now, there were some remakes of it as well so some people might know the remake more than the original even there's a chance so getting back to dawn of the dead again written directed george a romero came out in 1978 well release date was 1979 but it's 1978 is the one that's always is the date it's always given so i did find a few fun little facts about it this is one of my favorite parts. So Tom Savini, who he does a lot of like the special effects for a bunch of different, mostly horror, and of course his nickname is the Godfather of Gore. So this little trivia tidbit for the original Dawn of the Dead is Tom Savini chose the gray color for the zombie skin since Night of the Living Dead 
was in black and white and the zombie skin tone was not depicted. He later said it was a mistake because many of them ended up looking quite blue on film, which is true. Like they do kind of look gray, but yeah, some kind of looked bluish. I I liked it. I liked the choice that they did because zombies weren't as weren't as mainstream back then, of course, because it was just kind of a starting genre and is definitely in its infancy at that point compared to now, like you can turn a corner and see a zombie. <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm sure there's a big bird zombie somewhere out there. Even <laughs> that'd be weird, right? Sesame street zombies. <laughs> so again, this one, 1978 and then 2004, let's jump over there. Oh, wait, before we get there. So, the box office for 1978, Dawn of the Dead, the budget was $650,000, estimated, and the gross worldwide was 159822 Now, again, because this is 1978, it was a lot of money. <laughs> but 2004, we had... It wasn't written by, but it was directed by Zack Snyder, which of course you'll know, you'll recognize that name from, you know, 300, uh, Justice League, Watchmen, like, you know, those big blockbusters. And you'll actually recognize the writers on this one, James Gunn, which you definitely know James Gunn, of course, Guardians of the Galaxies. Then we have the new, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and a lot of other things. He's well known at this point. <laughs> this one, let's go to the box office first. So the box office budget was $26 million. The gross U.S. and Canada was fifty-nine $59,020,957. And gross worldwide was a hundred and two million two hundred and seventy eight thousand seven hundred and twelve. Ooh, that's insane. Okay, so did the quick math just to kind of decide, not decide, to figure out what the total gross worldwide would have been in today's you know, value compared to 1978. So it was 159,822, which today would be 672,851. So still pretty far off, but I mean, that just proves how big zombies got between 1978 and 2004 for it to be that big of a difference. Because again, like worldwide... 102 million dollars that's crazy compared to how it was so and what's cool is uh opening weekend for us and canada they actually got back their budget because it was 26 million dollar budget again it's estimated but the opening weekend was 26 million seven hundred and twenty two thousand five hundred and seventy five dollars so it got it definitely got that back. <laughs> oh, this is a cool little tidbit for uh, the 2004 one. 
when Ving Rhames heard of a remake of Dawn of the Dead was in production, he tracked down producers to be in the film. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Although he had strong reservations about some elements, George A. Romero professed to be surprisingly impressed with the film. So that's cool. Cause honestly, like, which we'll get into it. This one had the running zombies and I wasn't too thrilled about that because the original has been one of my favorite movies for a very long time. So this may end up being a very biased conversation about the two movies to be completely honest because yeah i love that the first one i was a big fan of night of the living dead and even day of the dead like i love the i love the whole trilogy the original trilogy because the thing is with the trilogy that does more than of course you know just the 2004 one is it builds on the whole zombie I want to say character, but like how the whole like zombie, um, I'm trying to think of how I want to put this, how zombies can actually remember because of course they're the living dead. So they start like not a living dead. They're just dead. You know, they're the living dead. They're zombies, brainless, they don't know what's going on except they're hungry for flesh. <laughs> That's all I know. But in Dawn of the Dead, you start noticing that they re- they start remembering. They start having those thoughts. And that's the reason like, why they go flocking to the mall is because they're going to somewhere that they remember from when they were alive. So that's what gets them to go to the mall. And then in Day of the Dead, they actually saw where they started relearning how to do things. Like there's one zombie that remembers how to shave, for instance. So it's just kind of a progression instead of just being like, brains, there's actually more to it. (laughs) And that's why I like the originals, because it's not like you're just thrown into it. You just, you know, you get to see the progression. But again, you have to dedicate watching it all. And I know not a lot of people want to do that anymore. They just want to sit down popcorn watch something be done with it (laughs) except for the walking dead which is still going on for some reason (laughs) the comic i get but it's like the show at this point like they've outdone the comics like they've run out of stuff from the comics to do they're just making stuff up from what i hear because i stopped watching like in season three i think (laughs) but yeah so Again, hopefully this doesn't come off too biased where I'm more on the side of the 1978 compared to the 2004, but we'll see. (laughs) One thing I did notice with some of the zombies for both of them actually is like you'll see some lose a limb or something like that. And it's because the actors they used were actual amputees. So they were able to do things like that, of course, to make it more practical effects, which is always good to have in your movies. Good practical effects, always a good selling point. Because you can only rely on CGI and things like that for, you know, so long. (laughs) Okay, so... Let's do this, because I made notes while I was watching both of them, just so I'd have something to talk about, of course. (laughs) So, the original, 
starts three weeks after Not a Living Dead. That's just getting that out right at the beginning because that way it's already three weeks going on that the stuff has been going on. The dead are coming back and roaming. So that's where we're at here. The The practical effects are almost, I mean, they're really great in this movie. And I do feel like that's mostly Tom Savini, thankfully, his wizardry. <laughs> this one has been quoted the most. Because, I mean, for one, like, White Zombie sampled some of the uh, quotes from this one, the original 1978, uh, while, of course, they didn't for the other because they were already dismantled by the time the 2004 one came out. Um, One thing about the 1978 is that the score itself just always creeped me out, which I actually read today that when Dario Argento heard that George A. Romero was going to make a sequel to not living dead he offered him to come out to rome and write with you know no interruptions or anything so that's where he wrote it and dario argento actually did the scoring for which makes sense on why it always creeped me out because dario argento is very very good at creeping people out (laughs) to say the least (laughs) Um, yeah, and then with this one, of course, uh, the woman is pregnant, she's three to four weeks pregnant in this movie, and they don't really there's a little bit of a scene where they mention it, but then after that, it's they don't talk about it anymore, so it's a plot point, but one that they just kind of leave behind because it's not too big of a deal. So, of course, this one. This is at the Monroeville Mall. They have everything they need there, and they realize that because they, you know, go through the mall uh, shooting zombies and getting supplies for what they need. And then what they do as well is the smart thing is before anybody gets there, you know, anyone else trying to survive, they start building a wall. So whoever. If somebody else comes in the mall, other than the zombies, of course, because the zombies won't know, they won't be able to tell where they're held up at. You know, they have their own little space hidden because they're building a wall behind it so that it just looks flush with the rest of the mall. Smart right there. (laughs) And, of course, the whole thing, too. They were in a helicopter, and that's how they got to this mall just out in the middle of nowhere where no one else was. So, forgot to throw that out there. Helicopter got away, got to the mall. They're in the mall by themselves with a bunch of zombies. There you go. (laughs) Uh, What else with this one? Of course, you know, they start thinking that they need to make it to where the zombies can't get back. They can't get into the mall. So they go grab a couple of big trucks and block entrances with them. Another smart thing to do. They did leave some space in between though. So there's still like some zombies between the trucks and the doors. Just imagine working at a mall and just them banging at the door, just trying to get in (laughs) and right, you know, right in the morning. That's basically what they were still seeing. (laughs) So that's a very shortened version 
of the 1978, which I know you're probably, if you haven't watched it, you're like, that's it. Like, why do I want to watch that? Trust me. Like, I don't want to give a whole lot away. That's the main thing. I want to put that out there. And again, because in my mind, like I love this one too much. So I didn't want to dissect it too much because <laughs> then I might be like, why do I like this one? <laughs> but I love it too much. So go watch it. If you haven't watched it, watch the 1978 Dawn of the Dead. Okay. So 2004, these are the notes that I have. The opening credits song is a Johnny Cash song, which is always a good one. That was the, when the man comes around, they, they do have some kind of shout outs and throwbacks to the original within this movie. For instance, like they, they kind of open, not really open. Yeah. I wouldn't say open, but they do have the talks where you hear them talking about the shelters that are open which that's kind of how it dawn of the dead the original started off which i didn't mention this either it basically just starts off with them just in a tv studio just kind of freaking out and again if you don't put two and two to, or keep in mind that it starts three weeks after which it says but if you don't keep that in mind you're just like whoa what's going on but that's why so it starts off in a tv station everyone's freaking out and 2004 didn't really didn't really start off that way there there is a pregnant woman so this is one of the first nods to the original there is a pregnant woman but she is very pregnant like to the point where she's about to give birth kind of pregnant <laughs> one thing they kind of did to avoid i don't like this part was one of those things where i was just like why the mall was already locked. So 1978, and I forgot to mention this, they, they do go to the doors and lock them. So I know if you've worked retail, you know, like when you open the door and do the latches, like they were having to do that in the original. But 2004, apparently the doors were already locked. So they didn't even have to do that. <laughs> like the, the, the zombies that were in were in, but if they weren't inside already, they couldn't get in. Like it was, it was kind of stupid. That part I was like, really <laughs> this one too. So like they both go out on the roofs to do different things. This one though, like 2004, like they have like SOS written on the roof and, uh, there's living inside or I can't remember exactly what it says, but anyway, like there's big messages up on the on the roof so that if anybody going by above sees it they can help out now another thing is when they're up on the roof they see there's a bunch of buildings around which in the original there are no buildings anywhere around well there's like a strip mall but like it's empty it's deserted nobody's there but in this one like there's other buildings it's kind of like a almost like a downtown kind of area and like you see other people like on top of the other buildings and they're kind of you know writing messages on whiteboards to each other and looking through the binoculars to see what the others said that kind of thing that's what they do in the 2004 version so they do that <laughs> one thing so and i didn't mention this so two of the guys 
two of the four main characters in the first one are SWAT members. And in this one, there's two security guards, like mall security guards in the 2004 one. And he even said, one of them says that he didn't want people sneaking around and stealing stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, right now, you really care about that? <laughs> oh man, I didn't even mention one of the biggest things from uh, the original. So the tagline even like this wasn't even just a quote in the movie it was the tagline and the same actor actually came back for the the 2004 one and was on screen saying this as well he was like on a tv at, on that one but it's when there's no more room in hell the dead will walk the earth that is the tagline the quote the quote that made it in both movies yeah, like I think that was one of the most important things that could have been said in either of the movies. And yeah, it's such a great quote because <laughs> it just really makes it stick, I guess. Yeah, it makes it really stick like why these, you know, corpses are coming back to life and walking around. But again, in this one, running around. Which again, like I just didn't like that. I don't know. I need to double check. Land of the Dead was another George A. Romero one. I don't know if it was like the fourth in the series. I need that's what I need to double check on because I I feel like it was to where it followed Day of the Dead. Because again, Day of the Dead, like I said, they like you see one kind of remembering how to shave and Land of the Dead was like they continued the ones that did not get re-killed <laughs> it's like they continued learning and remembering things and that's how i feel land of the dead was but again this isn't about land of the dead it was a good one but this isn't about it <laughs> um, another nod that they used the bp trucks um, the first one the trucks that they used to block the entrances were bp trucks and they actually reused those for the 2004 like i said there was there's a lot of nods um not like complete like you're gonna remember this kind of thing now i did just because some little nods like i just happened to watch it the day before so i was like oh hey there's that there's that like the bp truck there's a lot of people that probably didn't re realize that when they saw it in theaters 2004 you know what i mean but that was another little nod there. I already did the how to communicate. There were some parts of it that made it feel like they released it in 3D. I can't remember if they did or not. I remember I saw it in theaters, though. Because I remember it came out and I saw it because I was excited for it. And that's when I was bummed that I was seeing running zombies. Now, this movie, too, was one of the big things for Richard Cheese. Um... <laughs> The lounge singer that does different popular songs. I think this one was Down With The Sickness by Disturbed. I didn't note it, but I'm pretty sure that's the one he did on this one. And to end my notes on this one, the pregnant woman gets bit. And she does end up giving birth. <laughs> 
to a zombie. <laughs> like it's a little zombie and it's pretty ridiculous. Like it's such it's such a little weird little it has James Gunn written all over it. I'll just say that. <laughs> but so yeah. Um I don't think this ended up being as well thought out as I was hoping it would, to be honest. But that's comparison between 1978 Dawn of the Dead and 2004 Dawn of the Dead. Um, so again, George A. Romero, written, directed, written, wrote and directed Dawn of the Dead 1978, Dawn of the Dead 2004, written by James Gunn, directed by Zack Snyder. It's a completely different team. And it shows, like, if you watch them both, like, you'll be able to tell, like, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, the 2004, like, they had to make it more, really, they had to make it more, like, action-packed so that people would watch it, I think, because 78 zombies were still new, and, yeah, I don't know, though, like, I just, I really do love that 1978 one. I love it so much, like, even out of the trilogy Dawn of the Dead is probably my favorite one. So, yeah. If you haven't seen either of them, check them out. It's easier to find the 2004 one, like I mentioned. Unless you get on eBay, which I think even then... I think I got a VHS copy of it cheaper than I could have gotten a, a DVD copy of it. So there's that. <laughs> Hopefully this actually translated into a decent episode. Because <laughs> in my head, like I was just like, this is going to be awesome. And that's why I wanted to put off recording because I wanted to have time to watch them both and everything like that. So let me know what you thought. If you thought it was terrible, let me know. I won't do it again. If you're like, that was decent, it could, you know, do a little tweaking and it might be better. I can do that. If you want to hear, you know, another comparison, which I still need to do the Justice Leagues. Those are still going to happen sooner or later. I just have to wheel myself back into it. I mean, I guess I did just watch that Zack Snyder. So I guess I can watch another, right? Um, yeah, let me know what you thought. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're having a great Halloween or whatever day it is. And until next time, have a great one. <laughs>